your hands in the air, walk backwards towards the sound of my voice. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast. I don't know what that was. That was the attempt of that noise that one day I will get actually on a recording. Uh, and a truck just went by at the same time. So, yeah, it's all happening. Um, how is everyone? Um, how are you going? How am I going? I don't really know. But today I wanted to do a podcast with you all, of course. And this is a little bit of a different one. You know, often uh, I suppose being podcasters is all new to me and coming up with ideas of what to talk about and things like that. And I actually did a YouTube video on the weekend and don't know if you've watched any of my YouTube channel videos. I've only uploaded three, but you should be watching them. <laughs> but you're not, no. Um, but you should be. But in them, I, I'm doing perfume reviews and try not to get off track here, but there's often descriptions when I'm, uh, you know, discussing the perfume reviews and I'm reading them off a particular site. And a lot of these descriptions are very descriptive. <laughs> And use lots of fancy words and things like that. And for anyone who's a lover of reading or the English language or language in its entirety, which I have to say, um, for someone who used to read quite a lot when, you know, they were younger, who has time to read anymore? I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just um, I was thinking of, like I said, a topic to talk about. And I thought I'd actually talk about five different uh, words that I really enjoy and they're not words that you know people just drop in everyday to day sentences <laughs> because obviously you know some particular words have particular meanings and things like that but I'm sure everyone out there has particular words when you hear them they make you smile or you think they're very cool words as, as in to describe something and yeah so that's what I thought I'd talk about today I, I, I only well, if I was to sit down and think about all the words that I found really interesting, <laughs> um, it would probably take me a while, but there would be a lot because, yeah, just some words just really capture imagination, do you know what I mean? And when you read them and when you hear them and, you know, you're watching a TV show or you're watching the news and someone drops a, like a, a cool word and you're like, geez, that's a good word for a good way to describe that. And you don't hear that word very often. So, yeah, that's the uh, the subject matter today is five words plus a bonus word <laughs> that I wanted to talk about. So the first word that I thought I would talk about is the word machination. And I – obviously, it's not a word that you just, you know, I'm down at the shops and, you know, I've dropped machination. <laughs> Uh, don't get mixed up with imagination. It's machination. And I don't know, I like the sound of it. It's a great word. And I was going to say that I thought that machination meant, you know, your inner thoughts. And it is kind of along that way. It is inner thoughts. But when you talk about, oh, you know, you know, I was sitting down the other day and my inner machinations – and, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a sentence. I'll think of a sentence. I'll read one to you. But when you actually Google up what the word machination means, 
It actually means a plot or scheme. But when I think of the word machinations, I'm thinking inner thoughts, not that I'm plotting, <laughs> but it's just my inner thoughts. So, yeah, I, to be honest with you, like, you know, when they talk about the definition of machination, a scheming or crafty action or awful design intended to accomplish some usually evil end backstage machinations. <laughs> um, yeah, after being caught. Oh, actually, this is a good one. Using machinations in a sentence. I'll read them out to you because that might explain the, the meaning of machination. But like I said, when I think of the word machination, A, I just like the sound of it. It's like a strong machination, you know? Well, it's just a strong-sounding, interesting word. Anyway, let's use it in a sentence, shall we? After being caught running a machination against his political rival, the ruthless candidate lost the election. Mm, sounds a bit boring in that way, doesn't it? The con artist, the victim, quickly fell for his easy money machination. Mm. Fortunately... Law enforcement stepped in before the crazed man could pull his machination into action. <laughs> Sounds like a gun, his machination. Yeah, that's a cool word, machination. Inner thoughts, well, plotting thoughts, scheming thoughts. My inner, So maybe I'm just plotting and scheming. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of in machinations and thoughts. Um, no, I'm not plotting and scheming, but for a cool word, I reckon it's a pretty cool word, machination. The second word is supercilious. Supercilious, you might have heard that word. Again, not a word that, you know, people are just bantering about <laughs> saying the word supercilious. But what does it mean? So supercilious, behaving or looking as though one thinks one is superior to others. Mm. <laughs> I am very supercilious, no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny um yeah that's an interesting again it's like a beautiful word isn't it supercilious like there's the super part and you're like yeah that's kind of boring superstition super <laughs> boring but supercilious it's kind of like not you think of superciliness like as in silly <laughs> no no, it's more. It's even more complicated than that. One who thinks they're superior to others. Mm. Such a cool word. This sounds good. Supercilious. Just wanted to see if I could say it in a sentence, but there isn't an actual sentence here. <laughs> uh, but no, it's a good word. So my third word. Now this word, I heard. A very, very long time ago for the first time. I didn't read the word. I mean, I'm pretty sure machination and supercilious I've heard and read. But, you know, in a novel or whatever. But this word I've actually never read in a book as far as, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident to say that even though that might sound stupid. I'm pretty confident with that one. It's actually a word that, I remember learning about when I went to university and I still remember to this day I was in a because um, I was doing a Bachelor of Nursing and you have all your electives and one of the electives was, um, you know, 
psychology. And I remember they were talking about uh, Freud and, you know, all that kind of jazz and whatever. And I don't know in what context this was, but I remember the word quite distinctively. And the word is quiddity. And a word that, you know, no one's dropping quiddity in a sentence. <laughs> You know, like, you know, I went to the shops and, um, you know, I uh, quitted that shop. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's just not a word. But um, for a long time, my interpretation of the word when I talk about quiddity is quiddity as in there is, the, there is just the one, like you are the one or something to do with just one, as in um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> but just the like um the one and only kind of thing is my interpretation of quiddity and so obviously not a word that you just be sprouting about and saying all the time but for whatever reason it made a uh, impact in my psyche for and then for a long time I actually had that as my xbox handle <laughs> quiddity because I remember um, my husband um, giving me shit for it, like, why would you have that? Like, and I, I don't even think he knew what the word meant, but that it was um, a stupid um, handle to have. <laughs> so I changed it. Um, but yeah, something about the word. So, quiddity actually means the inherent nature or essence of someone or something. So, the inherent nature or essence of someone or something. Two, a distinctive feature, a, pe- a peculiarity, <laughs> his quirks and quiddities. So he's like personality. Hmm. How would you use quiddity in a sentence, you might ask? Even though the boy always lied, he actually realised the quiddity of each lie that he had told. So the essence. So it's like the essence, yeah. So it's like the meaning behind the meaning. Hmm. The actual quiddity of his leadership skills shines through when Timothy was able to easily convince a crowd of people about his viewpoint. The actual quiddity. Oh, see, it's such a great word. Like, it's just this word that, like, no one ever says. And such a, it has such a deep meaning, but it's such a strange word <laughs> at the same time. Quiddity. I don't know. There's something about it. I don't know what it is. It's got my imagination. I'm feeling it. And, you know, I was at university at, I'm talking about, I'm trying to think of year. <laughs> I'm so old. Uh, 1991. Yeah, which is a long time ago because it's now 2022. So just do the math. I won't be back. You can. So, yeah, it's just a strange word. You never hear it and I like it and it's really impacted and, yeah, I'm feeling it. So, so far we've got machination. Supercilious and quiddity. Moving to the fourth word, capitulate. <laughs> I love this word. I use it a lot. Is it because I'm capitulating? Probably. <laughs> capitulating everywhere, always. Um, I, I, again, I couldn't even tell you, but it's a word that, again, I think, you know, I've read somewhere or something many, many moons ago. And it's just a great word. I like the sound of the word. It could be a sound thing too, you know, when you say certain words and they sound interesting and, 
you know, quiddity sounds interesting. Capitulate sounds interesting. So capitulate, cease to resist an opponent or an unwelcome demand, yield. The patriots had to capitulate to the enemy forces. <laughs> oh, such a great word, capitulate. They capitulated. I'm capitulating. To capitulate is to surrender or to give in to all demands. An example of capitulate is when someone asks you something of you and you give in to everything they request. To agree terms of surrender, to end all resistance, to give up, to go along or comply. What a word. Capitulate. To surrender often after negotiation of terms. The enemy was forced to capitulate unconditionally, to cease resisting. Well, I don't know if I'm capitulating then. (laughs) Well, it could be, you know, how I said often capitulate. See, I think, well, see, capitulate and the next word can be often confused as into their meaning and, and how you would use that word. But, yeah, you could say I am (laughs) capitulating in the sense of just going along with it just putting my hands up and go okay (laughs) you win I lose let's go that's it (laughs) sounds very sounds very dramatic but I kind of like the word capitulate let's move to the fifth one the fifth one is conniption lots of c words well there's two (laughs) that's two Lots of, C, lots of C words. There's two. Conniption. Great word. I like it. Conniption. I'm having a conniption. I've used that one. <sighs> I'm having a conniption <laughs> right now. <laughs> uh, a fit of rage or hysterics. His client was having conniptions on the phone. <laughs> I'm having a conniption. Oh, that's one like just, uh, just a great word, conniption. Like, you know, you're on the phone and you're capitulating and you're having a conniption. <laughs> a fit of rage, hysteria, or alarm went into his conniptions. He had a conniption. His favourite TV program was prompted by political speech. Yeah, I'm having a conniption, all right? And he'd be like, what? <laughs> I'm just capitulating. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Like, I love it. Such a great word, conniption, and you can use capitulate and then, you know, you then, through the quiddity of the machination, <laughs> super silly estate. Um, just five words, great words, love them all. I don't know if you have any favourite words. I'm sure people have lots of, you know, the art of language is, I was going to say gone. That sounds stupid. I think... People have lost the art of describing or descriptive words. I think that's what it is, what I'm trying to say. You know when you have general conversations with people and obviously I'm thinking of the example whilst you're at work and, you know, you have to be quite conscious depending on where you work, of course, the type of language and the way you describe and use your language to others, you know, obviously – a lot of the time these days it's a lot of swearing and which is not a bad it's like I you know in my normal life I do swear and I'll use certain words to put things um not in brackets 
I'm thinking like, you know, the little brackets, you know, to make a point or whatever. I mean, some people just swear for the sake of swearing. It's just like part of a normal sentence kind of thing to describe anything. They'll just swear. I I will spit it out. (laughs) I just feel like when you have a general conversation with, say, someone you work with or whatever, that, that beautiful, that dance of language is gone. You know, people aren't using these beautiful descriptive words anymore. Not in my world. I mean, I'm not really. I mean, if I was, maybe if I was a doctor, <laughs> maybe doctors only use this. No. You know, if I was in a certain, um, I was going to say echelon of society. <laughs> Sounds very fancy. Echelon, that's another good word. But. You know, say you're with certain types of people, and, I, you know, I don't want to stereotype, but let's be honest, there's certain people who, you know, with plums in their mouth and they talk a certain way and then, then they use certain words. Your everyday Australian isn't going around using these types of words. I, In my opinion, they might be. Um, <laughs> you know, if you want to knock me for that, you can. I really don't think they are. There's a lot of swearing. <laughs> Um, like I said, I don't mind, you know, if you want to swear, that's fine. But that, that, that dance of conversation that, you know, if you, someone who reads a lot and, you know, even had like a half decent education would know these words, people aren't using these beautiful descriptive words anymore. They're just, oh, they're not even talking anymore. That's another thing. That's another thing altogether. But yeah, it's, it's, um, when you actually hear someone having a conversation or like a lot of the time now, these types of words you'll only hear, you know, on a news broadcast or something like that where, you know, they'll drop a word and you're like, geez, that's a beautiful descriptive word. <laughs> People aren't just using them in their day. And they're not words that you can just easily use in your day-to-day conversations, but what I'm trying to get at is there's, there's so many beautiful descriptive words out there that people just don't use because either they, you know, don't have that knowledge through, you know, years of reading or knowledge through education or they just have forgotten those words altogether. I don't know what it is. But, you know, certainly if if anyone's dropping these types of words in my world, you know, I'm feeling you. <laughs> and you've got my attention because, yeah, they're great words and um, I like it a lot. So, when I'm talking about swearing and words and language, the last word that I've got is fuck. <laughs> fuck me. And I suppose why I wanted to add that word at the end of and it's kind of feel I kind of feel like I'm tarnishing the five previous beautiful words with the word fuck. <laughs> but I'm not really, but I feel like I am. Is fuck's an interesting one because to me it's one that Obviously, a lot of people use the word <laughs> in their every day-to-day language and more and more like just as normal language. But the fact that, you know, it can be used in context in so many different ways, obviously to fuck is to fuck someone um, or to fuck something up, damage or ruin something, or in various phrases to express annoyance, contempt or impatience. <laughs> Say, I'm fucking annoyed, all right? <laughs> You're fucking annoying. <laughs> um, you know, oh, fuck, I just dropped my fucking glass. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> it's just such a great word. Do you know what I mean? But, like, at the same time, I 
for me, it's one of those words where, like I said, I'm not impartial to swearing at all. I don't think it's the most, you know, descriptive or beautiful word, but it's descriptive as in you can use it in many different ways, but as in the way the word sounds and things like that, it's not, you know, not that uh, fabulous of a word, but, you know, everyone uses fucking everyday <laughs> um, conversations, don't they, or for the majority of people they do. And, yeah, I just thought I'd bring that one up because it's such it's such a good word to use in many different types of ways. <laughs> Uh, but it's also a word that, you know, if you work and you work in an environment where you shouldn't be using swear, swearing or using foul language as they call it, you can't just drop the, um, the F word all the time. And as a child, my, and this could come back to when I'm talking about words and hearing beautiful words. I wouldn't say my mum, mum and dad were wordsmiths in any way, but what they were, were, you know, reasonably educated people. My dad was a teacher. So obviously he was educated, <laughs> but um, they never swore. And uh, you, as a child, uh, I've never swore, even as a you know adult around my parents, never swore. And yeah, just you know, you have not that they said, oh, you you know, you've got to use other descriptive uh, words instead of swearing. That wasn't it. They just it was foul language, so you just didn't swear. And even certain words you just didn't use because, you know, they were demeaning or demoralising and things like that. So I suppose that's probably why the word fuck sounds – like even when I say it, I'm like, ooh, <laughs> this like little inner monologue going, don't use that word, Amanda, because, <laughs> because it's a swear word. But uh, these days it's just, you know, just part of the English language to use it. So, yeah, that's it, I think. So today, yeah, I just thought I'd talk about a few of my favourite words and descriptive words and I love them and I love hearing them and, you know, I certainly love using capitulate or conniption at any time as much as I can. And, yeah, let me know if you have any favourite words that you like to use in your day-to-day life. Uh, Let me know... You know, do you use the five words that I've mentioned today? You know, you might have lots of inner machinations. (laughs) Uh, Who knows? (laughs) I can think of some people who probably do. That was my chair making that noise, by the way. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) let me know. Um, I'd be interested to know or get your thoughts on it. But, yeah, it's just a short and sweet one today, just something a little bit different, something easy to talk about. And um, I'll probably leave it there. So... Yeah, I'd love to have you follow me on any of the podcast platforms, of course. I'd love to get your feedback. And if you want, you can always drop me an email at uh, info at the tequilaour.com.au. Haven't got any emails yet, so I'm not quite sure why. <laughs> Probably because I'm boring and no one's got anything to say. Um, yeah, I'm very surprised, but... <laughs> If you'd like to leave me a comment, you can. Um, Also, uh, like I mentioned um, during this podcast, that I do have a YouTube channel, the one underscore, the underscore one underscore Amanda. I'll get it out eventually. And, yeah, if you'd like to check that out, you can. And, again, if you'd like to give feedback or tell me what you think, love to hear it. 
And finally, I'm also on Instagram and you can catch me there and I have all my details there as well. And, yeah, I'll leave it at that today. I don't think I have anything else to say. And uh, I'll catch you in the next one. (laughs) See you and have a good one. Bye.